What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? And a happy, happy, happy new year. Welcome, 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 everybody to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. Episode 63. Happy new year to everybody out there. Happy 2019. We have made it. We have made it into 2019, people. Um, I hope your new year's was um, was great. Uh, for me, um, I know my new year's was literally you know just chill got a bottle of crown you know did some did some things you know got drunk you know yeah you know what i'm saying shout out to new year's man it was really low you know just and, and low-key just stayed in the crib and did that you know what i'm saying because i really i really didn't want to go outside um kicked it with bay you know what i'm saying really didn't want to go out or nothing like that so you know we just kicked it in the crib drunk a little bit talked some shit you know, and you know, it was a great New Year's, and <clears throat> really just now, in the midst of getting things planned for, you know, the new semester, you know, a new semester has started to all the college students out there, um, so just just getting planned for that, getting things planned for uh, meetings, and um, <clears throat> for uh, various organizations that I'm a part of, so, and then getting my 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 podcast together and continuously uh making sure that it's growing and everything and then just my business just everything you know um literally what i said like uh 2019 was going to be a year of just um overwhelming blessings um for everybody i don't i don't know if i mentioned that on on uh the last pod but um i just feel like 2019 is going to be a year of overwhelming blessings now um, that depends on if you work for it. You know what I'm saying? That depends on if you continue to push and continue to uh, <clears throat> continue to, 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 to move forward, as I say. Um, again, we're taking we're taking that quote um, that I always end with, um, try to end with on every podcast. Um, life is like riding a bicycle. Uh, life is like riding a bicycle. In order to keep it balanced, you got to keep moving forward. So, um, a lot of people sometimes don't get that analogy, and I and I tell them, well, can you ride backwards on a bicycle? And they said no. And I said, well, the only way that you ride, so the only way that you can actually ride a bike is to move forward. Why would you move backwards? And even if you did, and if uh, you can't actually move backwards on a bike, you just have to use your legs, which is a lot harder than actually doing the pedaling. Um, so, you know, because if you was going up a hill, look at it like this. If you was riding up a hill with your bike um, going forward, it's going to be hard trying to get up the hill. But eventually, you're going to get up the hill. Now, think about when you have to go down the hill, right? You're going down the hill, but then you're like, damn. You know, you're trying to go backwards. But like on a bike, you can't go backwards. So you use your feet to go backwards. Do you know how how much time, how, how much more tired you would be to do that? So why in life would you continue to go backwards? Why would you continue to do doing the same shit that you were doing in 2018? Um, Voices in My Head, Stick to the Plan by Big Sean. I think a lot of you need to hear that. Um, that was my song for 2018. Seriously, when he put out his album. Um, <clears throat> and that album literally, or that song really stuck in my head and it's still stuck in my head. Um, some of y'all need to stop getting into extra pussy and some extra dicks. Um and, and stop being distracted by worldly things. Social media is one of them. Um, and have tunnel vision. 
Um, stop worrying about what everybody thinks. Stop worrying about what everybody is doing. Stop worrying about what everybody's saying and actually continue to keep doing what you need to do. Sometimes a little tunnel vision is needed in order for you to grow. Stop trying to please everyone. All right. Stop trying to do that for yourself and for others. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to you have to be selfish. Being selfish is okay. You understand what I'm saying? It's okay to be selfish um, and continue to move forward in that selfishness for you. Right. Sometimes it's okay to be selfish just to take time for yourself. You understand what I'm saying? I've seen something called Jomo, you know, the uh, the joy of. Of, uh, of missing out because you know some people a lot of people say FOMO and <clears throat> um, you know it, it's amazing that a lot of us in this and a lot of us in our generation now like to change a lot of the negative connotations of things that were in our society and change them into a lot of positive nature so please continue to move forward in 2019 change change your mindset force a new change on you. You understand what I'm saying? If things are, are going the same way as they did in 2019, then that means you need to make a change. You need to shift your dynamic. Something needs to go. Something needs to be added. Hell, maybe both. You know what I'm saying? So find that change. Figure out what you need to do different and execute. That's all it needs to be is execution. Trying is better than not doing anything at all. You understand what I'm saying? You got to sit there and try first. Try it. Try doing something. You can't tell me you can't do nothing without you trying it first. You can't say this is hard. Did you try it? No. Then then don't tell me it's hard when you haven't tried it yet. I hate when people try to sit here and rebuttal me when you ain't tried to do shit yet. Have you tried it? Then shut up. Shut up. If you if, if you complain all the time about doing something... And you're and you're and you haven't done the actual thing that you're complaining about. Shut the fuck up! Like literally, like it it it, it doesn't make sense. So literally, move forward. God God answers all your prayers. I, I had an episode about that. I talked to y'all about that. Literally, God answers all prayers, whether they're going to be good for you or bad for you. He answers your prayers. Don't get mad when your prayers get answered, and you have not worked for what you needed to needed or what you even wanted to do you understand what i'm saying so in order to keep your balance in life you have to keep moving forward through the good through the bad through the mud through the sunshine all of it i see a lot of people sit here and praise so much we we we, we glamorize our success but we have to look at our failures as well and take those as lessons instead of losses you understand what i'm saying so understand that I, you know a lot of people are, are, are sitting here saying that you know everything that they took from me uh in 2018 i'm getting back everything that they took from me no let's 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 be a buck real quick everything that ourselves so let me let me put this in a singular form because you keep saying they and 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 nobody took anything for from you you understand what I'm saying? You have to take self-responsibility. You have to take ownership for what the fuck you have done. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, and for me, I'm like, it's not they, right? Because I have so many goals written down for 2019. And one of those goals is getting my finances together and my credit to, uh, together. Because I know for myself, I fucked up a lot of my shit because I was a dumbass back when I was an undergrad and younger. So for me, it's me now trying to 
catch up and play catch up. However that may be, I'm going to do what needs to be done. Right. So it's not more so saying they because a lot of y'all sit here and say, I'm taking back what they took from me. No, you actually sometimes take from yourself and you're trying to blame somebody else. Right. So instead of saying they start sitting here saying everything that I took from myself, I'm going to take back and then some. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because you're not in competition with nobody else but yourself. You're looking to be in competition with somebody. You're looking for somebody to stroke your ego. For what? Sit your ass down and shut the hell up and get what you need to get together. Do what you need to do. Take back what you fucked up on you. You understand what I'm saying? Take back what you need to take back. A lot of y'all, come on now. Come on now. I know a lot of y'all can relate. Take back what you fucked up for yourself. Man, I didn't I didn't mean to go into that almost 10 minute rant like that, but damn. I just I just felt that in the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 got to keep moving forward and you have to take responsibility. I said on Facebook that um uh, self-ownership and respons- uh, self-responsibility were two things that I've learned this year. You, you we have to take ownership and responsibility for things that we have done to ourselves. We try to find a window to blame somebody. We can't we can't sit here and try to blame somebody. We can't sit here and try to find a window to uh, blame somebody or blame something. No, because when we try to find something to blame, at the end of the day, it's ourselves that we need to blame. And we need to chalk up that L. We don't like to take L's. We need to be able to take L's. Understand that, okay? So let's actually get into the show, man, because, dude, this For the first show of the new year, 2019, we have so much to get into, man. We have so much to get into. And for the second half of the show, right, I want to talk about some shit. (laughs) Right? We're not even going to start on a a serious note. I want to, I really want to be funny. Right? Not even funny, but I really got some questions and concerns, which may be hilarious, which may crack you up because I just, I just need to know. So, for most of y'all that know me, I uh, if you know me, I have lost a lot of weight, right? And I have skinny nigga problems. So, and concerns and comments that I want that I need to under, address. You understand what I'm saying? So, I, I I just need for people who have lost weight, you know what I'm saying, who have even gone through this journey of working out these skinny people problems, even these skinny nigga problems that I'm having right now, I just need to get these off my chest. You understand what I'm saying? Just get them off my chest one time. But in the first half, we have so much to talk about that I just don't even want to run down the list. You understand what I'm saying? I, it's so much. It's so much. So let's 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 dive right into it. So let's get into the um this government shutdown that is continuing. I think it's like 13, 14 days uh, for this government shutdown. Um... So I know for this government shutdown over here on the educational side with the universities and everything, um, a lot of people are looking at their financial aid. And I, 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 I looked at an article to see if it affected college students for real. And the article addressed that the shutdown for college students literally kind of 
affects the finan uh the federal grants that we get. So for undergrads that got federal grants, if you were if 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 you graduated undergrad um and if you got the uh um it was like a grant which was like I think I oh, the Pell grant. Right, federal Pell grant and um I would get it. I think you got like $5500 or 6000 something like that. Around that uh amount of money you got that grant. So now that the government is being shut down, a lot of undergrads can't pay for fully for their classes, right? So, and depending on which university you go to, college, first of all, ain't cheap. It's, it's not. It's not. And depending on your circumstances, depending on um, how life is, has um, gone for you financial-wise, everything like that, even with your scholarships, um, being that the government has been shut down, it's, it's causing a lot of educational rifts. It's causing people to now, um, start calling financial aid offices and sitting here asking like, yo, what's the, what's the holdup? And it's like, they can't say nothing because the government is shut down. Why? Because your boy Trump, your boy 45 is sitting here mad because he can't get what he wants. He's being a little biatch. Okay. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? You're being a little baby. You're being a little baby bitch about this. Like, you really mad that you can't get your wall, so now you're taking it out on the American people. However, you have now pissed off damn near all the American people. Because now, it, it, now the, the the situation for financial aid and getting grants and um, for uh, financial aid for universities is only one problem. You are now stopping taxes my dude you are now stopping w-2s you are halting that you are stopping the process of that you are stalling the process of that do you know how many people look for those w-2s there's a lot of people in this country okay that look for w-2s and that tax refund so the fact that you are sitting here delaying that is now pissing off people that are in your camp that are that voted for you that sat here and now are really pissed because now you're messing with what with the moolah you messing with the green and see the people that voted for you wouldn't be so mad at you if you didn't mess with that green but you know what i don't have any sympathy for the ones that voted for this man, because you getting what the fuck you deserve. You understand what I'm saying? And honestly, for all of us as Americans, as I've been saying for the past couple, for the past year, since he's been in office, we literally, we literally needed this. We took Obama for granted, whether you liked him or not, we took him for granted, and now we have this moron in office. We have this moron in office who is now doing what he can do because he's a baby. He's a little baby bitch. Period. Period. Point blank. And the fact of the matter is, um, it, 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 money is green, right? Somebody's going to find a way to make this a racial thing. Money is green. Money going to everybody's pockets. You're stopping money flow for everybody. You understand what I'm saying? W-2s, income taxes, you stop the money flow for everything. Remember, money green. Unless you, I mean, here in this country, money is green. So that, that doesn't have any type of racial divide or value or whatever. 
Money goes into the pockets of every American in this who is able to get it. You know what I'm saying? If you are a working American, doing it right, come on now, because we know some illegal people under the table. <laughs> but if you are working, you done filled out your taxes, you're not getting a W-2. Period. Or at least not now. You understand what I'm saying? Because your man, 45, decided that he couldn't get his way, and now he wants to take it out on everybody else. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And the government shutdown has what? Like I said, been going on for 13 days now. About 13, 14 days. People who have missed out on Christmas gifts because they can't get their money because the government is just 800, almost 800,000 employees. That's nearly a million. And nearly a million employees cannot even see a check. Can't even see anything. Because Trump is so pissed. So, um, I just honestly just, it, it, it's sickening. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's, it's just, it, it, it's really like, it really pisses you off because you just sit there like, why? Why do you sit here and do this? Like, what is your purpose? Why do you sit here and you have the audacity and the time? And you know, I tell, I, I've been saying all year, this man does not tweet. Stop thinking that he tweets. Stop, take this in 2019. Stop thinking that this man does everything from social media. He is using social media. He used social media as a gateway to get into that fucking chair. And he did it. He did it. Now, is he going to sit is he really going to sit here behind his desk and tweet all the fucking time? No. Really? He gonna be on the phone all day and tweet? That's Donald fucking Trump. He ain't doing that. He out somewhere living his best life while he is paying somebody in that house, in that White House, to tweet for him. So the shenanigans that comes from Twitter, I don't even really care for. It's the shenanigans that comes out of his mouth. It's when I see him on CNN. It's when he does some bullshit like this. Because you have, you, you have an attitude because you can't get your way. Yeah. We took Obama for granted. Like you, you whatever, however you want to spin it, I feel like the American people took Obama for granted, whether you liked him or not. And out of spite for that, um, I, and I, honestly, for um, racist white folks, out of, out of spite for us black people voting for Obama and us pouring out, you poured out in a way um, that was very, that was just ridiculous just wild you know a lot of people thought racism was done it wasn't done it was hidden they didn't come out for obama of course they didn't like him but uh trump came you saw you saw a lot of red states so at that point um we have a year left with this man act accordingly okay um, let's talk about the Mickey D's incident. Listen, y'all, it's been so much that's been going on this week. Let's talk about the Mickey D's incident. So, a Mickey D's in Florida, Lord, shout out to my state, Lord have mercy. Um, a Mickey D's in Florida, uh, this, this black lady, this young black woman was helping out this, this, this older white male. And, from the reports, the older white male was, if you've seen the video, the older white male was uh, aggressively yelling at 
the um, young black woman who was working for McDonald's over the counter. And um, from what the report was saying, it was saying that it was basically he was yelling over a straw. And in that, in the video, right, you see my man snatch her like, I mean, he snatched her like your mama snatched you when you brought a bad report card home and you know you can't even hide that motherfucker. So you know you about to get the ass open of your life because you done played around in school too much. He snatched her like that. He snatched her like her soul almost came out of her body. But you know what she did? You know what she did? She snatched that soul right the fuck back and started beating the shit out of his ass. And I mean, she landed some clean ass clocks. I'm saying she was getting that ass. But the funny part about this and the sickening part about this, and I think the part that pissed me off the most when I seen this, was the men around her, right? The men around her jumped to get her off of him. It was one black dude that tried to push the man off, but he still didn't do it right? Then you see all the men trying to back her away and blah, blah, calm her down, right? Then the manager comes to literally finish the transaction. (laughs) And it was, it was, it was so crazy to me. Like you came to finish the, first of all, for the black, for the black man that literally let that happen, you know what I'm saying? That literally like did not jump in for that black woman. You 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 see why. Right? You understand why? Because at, at, at that moment, if I'm working with you, right, if we got a work relationship, I'm not gonna let anybody disrespect you, let alone, let alone a white male. You hear me? And he done snatched you up like that. I'm running. I'm running to you. You understand what I'm saying? I don't care if we know each other or not. First of all, that that sense of unity, man, was so prevalent in my grandma and my auntie's era. Everybody knew everybody on the block, right? We I've, I've talked about this a million times. As black people, we sit here and we do not... Where did that unity go, right? Because y'all just sat there and let that man snatch her up and she literally had to defend herself now granted she beat that nigga ass and and he deserved it all and i give her a round of fucking applause like she didn't need y'all help but the fact that y'all let her like y'all just sat there and continue to let that happen and continue to let him disrespect her talk to her whatever and y'all didn't kick him out or whatever like that for y'all to do that y'all are some pussy ass niggas oh i'm a i'm a noob <laughs> Y'all are some pussy. Y'all are some pussy niggas for that shit. On some real. No, like for real, for real. That shit was foul. And the manager that wanted to finish the transaction, you're foul. But the fact that she got fired after that is even more foul. So I'm I'm just sitting here like, wow. She gets snatched up. She gets hurt. She gets hands put on her first. And she doesn't have the right to defend herself. You have me fucked up because everybody is jumping in. I'm jumping. I'm jumping across the table. I'm kicking. I'm drop kicking, boy. You understand what I'm saying? I'm about to yah. 
trick. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to jump kick you, drop kick you, I'm sorry, in the face. Like, what is your problem? I don't get it. I don't I don't understand this type of like uh I don't know. I don't know. For for me, it, it would have been different. I think I just I think I definitely would have I would have went around that damn counter, snapped him, snatched him up and threw him down to the ground and like literally took him outside. Like me and her would have been in trouble. But I would have been like, I'm not about to let nobody sit here and disrespect you right there. You feel me? Especially no motherfucking white man. Especially with everything going on in our society right now. Hell no. You got me motherfucking fucked up. I will be. And that is how men should think. But the fact that our black men literally sat there and did nothing was um, astonishing to me. That no man sat there and did astonishing to me. Mind-blowing. Is that how some of y'all think for real? That's crazy i seen the same thing it was another video a man in baltimore bought it was, it was a video in baltimore dude smacked the shit out of uh dude girl dude girl get up about to about to scrap a boy boy smack her again he did not get up all you hear in the video was like bro that's your girl bro that's your girl you gonna let her smack your girl you gonna let him smack your girl like that oh no i'm sorry that's your bitch that's your bitch. You're going to let him smack your bitch like that? I'm like, whoa. And I mean, he slapped her hard. Like, it was it was two good slaps. And I'm like, you you wouldn't even made it to my girl. It would have it been on site. I don't care if we would have lost the fight. Men, you afraid of losing fights? I don't care. I'm defending my woman. I don't give a fuck. I'm swinging on site. You coming up. You disrespect her? Oh, no. Nah. nah. I lose. I lose for her. I don't give a damn. But I'm swinging. I'm going in. I'm giving a hundred and fifty thousand percent. Don't care if I lose at the end of the day. But you're not about to sit here. No, no. So black men do better. Men do better. Ugh. Twenty nineteen. Sheesh. Um. Let's see. 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 So speaking of that, right? Speaking on the, the 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 topic of black men, we have to do better. A Tennessee judge, right, says that black men are killing themselves more than the KKK. And in this video, it was a it was a Tennessee white judge. This man was a white male. Now this was an old white judge, right? And I mean, he literally said he lived in the days of where, you know, white men were killing black men just for no reason. And he's like, the fact that more black men are killing each other is even, is, is, is sad. You know, just on the simple fact that it, it's like y'all are giving them something to just lay back and just chill. You know what I'm saying? He was like, it's sad, but nobody's going to hear me because I'm just in this one spot in the courtroom. You know what I'm saying? And it was interesting because we as black people now think that white people are just the enemy. So a lot of us do. And especially if you are in that one dimensional mindset, you really believe that white people are like the devil. And that's not the case, right? We do have about 75 to about 95%. That's a big jump, right? 75 to about 95% of the population of white, of the caucus population to be racist, you know, as, as Jane, as, as, as the, um, 
school who was a woman on uh red table talk that lady jane who talks about white people all white people being racist all i wouldn't if you want to put it technically all white people are racist it's more so understanding the culture right you need to be culturally aware you understand what i'm saying you have to be culturally competent right and in a way when you have experienced what this judge has seen, what this judge has experienced, I think he's more a cultural aware, the cultural, um, he's aware culturally to, he or maybe he is, to a lot of the things that he's seen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't say that as a, as a white judge. You know what I'm saying? And, and sometimes you have to take allies. You understand what I'm saying? But white allies have to understand we don't really need you, right? We appreciate you. But what you have to understand, if you're coming to sit here and come to our aid and come to defend us, don't act, don't sit here and act like you are doing it and you need, um, you're going to need us for something. No, do it because it's right because it is right do it because it's in your heart you understand what i'm saying don't do it because you were told to don't do it because you were forced to do it because you want to i respect you more if you did not fuck with me just on the simple basis that you don't like black people other than trying to like black people for the simple fact that we have so much dysfunction chaos and disunity in our um in our society right now it's just the fact that he was like it, it, it the kkk is just you know like black men are killing each other more than the kkk i'm like i can believe it i can really believe it and if you think about it like seriously we are and it's sad it's really sad it really is sad like our black kings are really killing each other out here. You understand what I'm saying? Because these are kings. They don't see themselves as kings, though, because they've been told by society that they're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. We've been told that we're not going to make it. And when you have been told that for so long, that is programmed in somebody's mind. I told y'all, there are so many deep hidden stereotypes in the black community that we haven't uncovered yet to heal ourselves we need healing for us as a community first and we don't like to talk about a lot of shit and you know what i'm about to get into next you understand what i'm saying is is we need to do better you understand um, so let's 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 get into um, actually before we get into this, the serious shit, <laughs> let's get into this fried ribs. OK, so briefly, I seen a picture up on Instagram or on Facebook, actually, and uh, my girlfriend showed me this picture and it literally looked like catfish. But in the name of Jesus, it was ribs, fried ribs. Now, when I seen this picture, my mind was blown now I, probably a lot of people have done this already but 
To think that I have grilled ribs for the past twenty something years and never thought and I'm and trust me, I love to fry chicken. If you know me, I am a fried chicken fanatic. It is it. Fried chicken does frying chicken does something to me. It makes me happy. It brings like a certain type of joy into my life. You know what I'm saying? So when I saw this picture of this rib that was literally looking like a golden fish at first, like catfish, I'm like, damn, that catfish look good. And it was it was ribs. I'm like, catfish don't have them big ass balls. My baby was like, that's ribs. I was like, oh shit. Like, it looked so good. So I posted it up. My friend Jaquisha, shout out to her, was like, yeah, my mama does this. I was like, she does? I was like, what you mean? Tell me about it. So she was like, you know, just fry like chicken. Just season it up. You know what I'm saying? Flour or buttermilk or however y'all do. You know, some people do it differently. However y'all do it. And you put that boy in the fryer. And I'm just like, oh, my God. That would be... That would be so succulent and juicy. Oh my God. Oh, da da ba Yes, my God. Oh my God today. Yes, Lord. It is just, oh my goodness, my goodness. Like, I wonder, you know what? I think I want that for my birthday. I want fried ribs for my birthday. I do. It, it's, it's happening. It's happening. I want fried ribs for my birthday. Somebody got to fry me some ribs. Somebody has to fry me some ribs. So, um, my birthday is February 1st. Um, that is in about three weeks. So, you know, you have three weeks to get the ribs and fry them uh, and then ship them to uh, my house. I was never going to say my address on here. <laughs> Y'all got me messed up. Um, but I just want to briefly talk about um, this, uh, this 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 shooting of this young girl named Jasmine Barnes. Um, so Sean King posted a, uh, a picture of this young girl and it was about this this young girl named Jasmine Barber. She was shot uh, and killed by a, white, a 40-year-old white male, um, allegedly, right? That's, that's what it was at first, right? Um, and when you when you just when you just read the story, you like killed by a 40-year-old white male, like damn, at a Walmart, right? And as 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 he's posting the pictures and um, uh, posting, like, you know, the reward money to find these men, uh, this men or men's who uh, killed um, Jasmine Barnes and uh, her mother and injured, uh, I think, a couple more of her family members. Um, as they're trying to, you know, they're they're upping the 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 uh, the reward from twenty five thousand fifty thousand. They 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 found that it um, they found the two two men that were um, that were responsible for this death, and it was a black man and a white man, and um, I did not get their names. However, um, they were both 40, uh, 40 year old, uh, nearly forty year old uh, men who shot and killed her um, at a Walmart. And what I don't understand is why. What is what what I have to I like you have to you have to understand like you have to give me clarity like this is ridiculous like we uh, really we kids lives are, are are being taken people like do y'all understand me when I say that kids lives do you understand this could be your brother your little brother your little sister 
your god sister, your cousin, your little cousin, your little baby brother. Do you understand? Like, yes, we are overprotective. But at this, this is ridiculous. It, it, it kind of makes me don't even want to have kids to this point. As much as I do, I, I, at this point, it's just like, I don't want to have them. Because if this is the fear that I have just looking at somebody else's kid, right? And as me being such, uh, 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 wanting to foster into the next generation, just knowing that I, 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 I love on, on, on these babies, like my little, my little brothers and sisters, just knowing that is, 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 it's enough to make you feel like, I hope these kids are okay. Even here in Grand Rapids. You understand what I'm saying? It is, these, these are kids. Kids. I, they ain't even lived a life. They don't even know what life is yet. They don't even know how to spell it. They don't even know how to spell it yet. Except some do, but most don't. They don't even know how to spell it yet. And our lives are getting taken. Because we're not deserving of them. We're not deserving of them, and it's so sad. It's it 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 breaks my heart every time when I when I see or hear that a child has gotten killed, whether that be locally, um, uh, nationally, or worldwide, because it is it is the most sickening thing. Because they haven't lived yet; they haven't even under begun to understand the word life, even the L in the word. So the fact that their lives are getting taken so quickly is 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 so so hurt to me. It, it is so hurting to me. I'm sorry. Like it, it breaks my heart. You understand what I'm saying? And I am just thankful that um, these two men are now about to be behind bars um, and just. Um, you know, off the streets, and we need more people off the streets like this, like, this is too much, and I'm not saying that they need to go to jail, but they, we need more strong individuals who are willing to be those psychologists to help others figure out these nicks and crannies and these problems, you understand what I'm saying, we need so many more stronger individuals like that, we need them because we can't keep putting them in the jail. That's not helping them. That's continuing to perpetuate the situation, their problems. We need to help them. Psych wards, no, because you're not doing anything. You're, you're, you're still hurting them. We need stronger psychologists who want to help the human inside them and bring them out. Man, it's so crazy. Um... So let's get into my MVP of the week. Uh, my MVP of the week is one of my good friends and um, Alpha Kappa Psi uh, brothers, uh, Miss Kiera Clark. Now, Miss Kiera Clark, if you don't know who she is, she's pretty famous to me in my book. Um, she is from Chicago, Illinois. Um, very, very, very um, successful um, model. Uh, she was on the Mario... Let me, let me, let me, let me get it together. Hold up, hold up, because I want to say his name right. You understand what I'm saying? Lord have mercy, I want to say his name right. Hold on. Um, 
she was on. She she is a she is a model, right? I'm trying to find her Instagram. Hold on, y'all. Ah, okay. So she modeled um, for the uh, Mario um, Tri Soci um, competition. I I probably butchered that like a motherfucker, but. Um, this was um, reading more into it. He's a big, big, big uh, name fashion designer in the fashion world, and um, she tried out in 2016 and didn't make it uh, past, I believe. What did she? Um, I remember she posted something. She didn't make it past like the 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 the, the semifinals, and in 2017 she actually won the competition, which got her um, huge, huge. Um, exposure into um magazine um such as magazine covers and um television and um, commercials and everything and as as a friend and as a as a brother um, as an ak side brother i was so super proud of her and um i just wanted her to give this mvp because i've seen that she's started her own uh business her own uh, online business which is um a uh a glamour uh store for ladies so it's called Glamour Allure, you know what I'm saying? And it's and it's a beauty product store. So it has lashes, it has um, uh, different makeup, um, uh, you know, makeup styles and um, different uh, products, makeup products and everything. From you know when you when you know you ladies do your, your eyelashes to when you guys put on your contour and whatever your, your your blush or whatever you know they have all of that and checking by their website already they've sold out of a lot of stuff so um i just wanted to give her that mvp and shout out to you in 2019 um keep doing big things baby girl you are amazing you keep you keep shining you understand what i'm saying and um yeah like you 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 doing it out here and um yeah i'm, I'm just proud of you you understand what I'm saying? It's, it's just, it's just so, just so proud. I, I feel like she knows on a deeper level. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, sit here and put all the business out like that. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. But know that I am literally proud of you on a level past, you know, you know, like real friendship and everything. Like, I, it's, it's genuine love this way. Like, you really are doing what you really set out and told me that you were going to do and you've been doing it. So all of us here this way, baby girl, keep doing what you need to do. Um, so proud of you. Um, so let's get into the real, one of the real topics, probably the biggest topic of 2019 so far, right? Going telling 2018, 2019. So the biggest loser of the week, right? Um, are the women who continue to support R. Kelly. Here's the thing. I've watched the R. Kelly surviving uh, or surviving R. Kelly documentary about a couple times now. And let me say this. It was cringing, right? As somebody who has grown up listening to R. Kelly, um, not knowing too much about his... um, what he's done with, you know, the sex tape and uh, all his allegations and everything. I grew up, I was born in 94. He was putting out music by 95, 96. So I didn't listen to him until like the 2000s. Like I told y'all, I've listened to damn near all his music. 
You understand what I'm saying? And it wasn't, it, it was after his like, um, what was it, like the Cookie album where he was like in all black. It was it, actually low-key after Love Letter. I was just done with him because I was just like, you're not putting out enough hits for me to keep, you know, just keep listening to you. Like, I love your old hits, but no. So... I didn't. I really wasn't intertwined into the arcade. Like I just was intertwined into the music side. I never really, you know, dibbled and dabbled into the sexual allegations that he was into because I never really heard of anything like you know heard for real. I seen the the uh, the Dave Chappelle special and all of that. The Boondocks. I'm like, what y'all mean? Why can't they try? Like I was always oblivious to the shit. So. You, looking at this, um, looking at this, 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 this video or this, these, these three part, this three part special, I will say that I wasn't surprised at all because my mom has told me stories of concerts and everything that she's been to, and this man is a freak, um, a freak, a freak, and um, however. I was shocked to see how far this nigga was going, right? Like, seeing images of this sex tape was wild. You understand what I'm saying? I was like, whoa. Like, everybody was like, you didn't see the sex No, I did not. I was that oblivious. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was worried about Naruto and all that shit. I was just listening to his music. When he put out Happy People Trapped in the Closet, that's what I was listening to. I didn't listen to his full albums for real. Like, it was like hits I was listening to after a certain time. You know what I'm saying? So I was oblivious. And I'm sitting here like 12 years old. I'm not worried about you. Who coming out at this time? I'm listening to Lil Wayne and T.I. You understand what I'm saying? The fact that this man had these women in a cult-like couldn't spoilers too if you didn't watch it couldn't sit here and piss in the bathroom of the hotel room or the or 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 even go to the bathroom had to piss in a bucket right allegedly that's what they said but at this point seeing that his allegations have been through damn near 20 25 years and we have sat here as a black community and literally numbed these feelings about R. Kelly. Let me just first of all say I apologize to all the women out there. All the women out there who have been victims of sexual assault. You understand what I'm saying? Because I have friends, real women, real women friends, lady friends. You understand what I'm saying? Best friends sisters who have sat here and been assaulted sexually assaulted raped and looking at this it made me cringe because i i i love the black woman being being raised by a black single mother made me hold the black woman learning the black woman made me hold the black woman to a respect that i just i just love because to me, the black woman is unstoppable. To me, the black woman is... I'm Superman, but you supernova. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you, you... I'm Superman, but you miss... You, you miss Marvel. Huh. 
You understand what I'm saying? You take... I was watching The Help the other day. And just... And 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 just understanding how black women have literally been taking care of other people's kids. I see why white people get mad, right? But that's neither here nor there. But seeing this these this documentary and then looking at the comments, right, from so many women and literally sitting here trying to defend him. The fact of the matter is you're even sicker than he is. Because what if that was your fucking daughter? No, let's be let's be for real. What if that was your fucking daughter? What if that was your niece? On that videotape, right? Sucking dick. Let's let's be real. She's getting urinated on. Would you sit here and be okay with that? Would you? Because if that was mine, he would be dead. Dead. He wouldn't even make it out. Wouldn't even make it out alive. And that's fact, Jack. I don't kick the. Listen, these are young girls who are being trapped under. <laughs> who are scared. Psychological. Like, mental health. Men. Psychological mind games play such a big factor. You understand what I'm saying? And people know how to use. So don't sit here. And I know people are going to say, well, they had their will. Well, they, they should know what they're doing. They should know. Right. And if any at, at, at any point in time in any of my episodes on the podcast that I've ever sat here and literally said, like, if you've been in a situation and you're stuck there, you need to leave. After watching this docuseries, I deeply apologize because literally learning that it takes a woman who or or the the victim of an abuser to leave a relationship of of that uh, magnitude seven to ten times. It takes them seven to ten times to actually leave, leave and understanding it really like literally sitting here and understanding it. I'm so sorry. Like on no cap, I'm so sorry. Because I was too blind to understand that from you, from that perspective. Seeing that, I'm so sorry. Because R. Kelly had such a magnitude about himself. He was a big-ass star. He was a big-ass star during that time. Everybody wanted him on his radio. He was selling he was selling records like hotcakes. Everybody loved him. My mama still loves him to this day. You understand what I'm saying? And in asking her, she I'm like, Mom, what you think? She like, well, you know, I mean, he wrong. But she hasn't watched the thing yet, so she was gonna get back to me. So I'll get back to y'all. You know what I'm saying? But for me, I can't. It was cringing. Because if that was my mom, I would beat your ass. But knowing my mom, she would shoot you. She wouldn't even let you decide to even do anything of that nature. She wouldn't let you lock her up in a house. You weren't about to fly her out and leave her there just to be there for the whole entire time. You're not about to change her perception of her image. You're not about to sit here and keep her from her family. You're not about to do none of those things. 
You're not. And we sat here, we as the black community have sat here and just looked under the rug. Just swept it under the rug because why? Oh, we're coming for another black man. Oh, we're coming for another black man. Listen, listen here. All black men are kings until you get, until you do something to get your, your, your literally, all black, all, all black people are, are of all, of, of, of royalty. It is until you do something to to literally strip that royalty off of you where you sit here and you have to literally be of non-royalty. You understand what I'm saying? That's how I look at shit. And looking at this man, we call him the king. You're not a king, bro. A king does not sit here and smack, urinate, disrespect black women or women period because like Charlemagne said on the fucking show if he did that to a white woman wow come on now has he has any white woman come for him on the fucking show no so that even shows me more how pathetic we are as a black community. How we are not literally protecting our own our own black women. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry we're not protecting you like we should. But this right here should be a fucking wake up call for us. I remember somebody saying under somebody commented it was literally like, "Well, basically, why are we worried about this right now?" You know what I'm saying? Why weren't we worried about this 20 years ago? Think about it 20 years ago, bro. 20 years ago, the black community, when it came to music, was literally the hottest thing to step out. When it came to R&B, R&B was big in the 2000s. Hip-hop and R&B were big in the 90s and the 2000s. So that was our foot in the door to get shit popping. Why would we stop getting shit popping? Hmm? Why would we stop our money flow? Because at that point in time, if you knew the culture, the culture was all about getting that paper, getting that check. So why would we stop? Radios, why would they stop playing his music? Why would they stop not why would they stop having him come up to the fucking uh for an inter to the radio station for an interview? Why would they do that? Because they need the what? The ratings. They need the what? The cash. Why are Networks not uh, not stop playing his videos because what they need the flow they need to catch he's the biggest R&B artist around at the time and one of the biggest stars around at the time so what are you gonna do you're not the head of Billboard you're not the head of the Grammys hell you're not even the head of BET so what are you gonna do complain what are the networks gonna do hire him or get him in there. Venues, get them in there. Stadiums, get them in there. Nobody was looking at that. So yeah, it's not fake when we sit here and when we sit here and he was like, it's fake woke. It's not fake woke. People were just dumb and oblivious. 
And that's how a lot of the women are. And that's why a lot of the women who support this man are getting the biggest loser because you were dumb and oblivious. And the fact that you are still supporting this pedophile ass nigga is ridiculous. Because again, what if that was your fucking daughter? Then you would have a problem. Then you would be on the TV on TMZ talking about where is my daughter. So shut the fuck up and give the same type of literally this lay the hammer down just like we did on Harvey Weinstein. We need to lay the hammer down on R. Kelly. I don't give a damn how much music we had. I don't care how much music. You understand what I'm saying? Don't matter. It's ridiculous. So you know what? We're going to take a five-minute break, of course. And we're going to be back with the Opinion Type of the Week. This is the Opinion Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. We will be back in a five. All right, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? We are back. We are back with the Opinion Brother Podcast, episode 63. And we are back with the first Opinionated topic of the week of 2019. Turn up and listen. Now we're not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna sit here and have a whole, um, you know, serious conversation or debacle over over something so much because I felt like in the first half it was just so much. Just it was just so much. You know, like. Just just this week alone of of just really um going through, you know, what I want to talk about. I really want to touch on some things that really hit home for a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? And then in the in the, in the second half, basically for this half, just basically just talk about some funny shit. So really I, I really wanted to have this episode, but I really didn't know how to go about it because I have skinny nigga problems. Right? Understand me when I say this. It, it it's it's not bad, right? It's not a bad thing to have these skinny nigga problems, right? But it's something that I am trying to 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 understand. You understand what I'm saying? So 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 jig with me for a minute. So a brother was a big boy during his um his lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll be 25 in in, in February, so. For almost 25 years, I've not been big, but for more, for more or less about, I want to say about 75% of that time, I was a big boy, right? Like, um, I was very chunky when I was, uh, when I was coming up and had real good and I was short and chunky right I was like I was like a little chunky monkey ice cream you know what I'm saying but I wasn't like cute chunky right I looked at myself in the mirror and I knew I was I did not look the best right I I just knew it right I was like oh my god I just not that to me I wasn't that 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 fine you know what I'm saying and I'm like dang I got titties I'm really scared. And I'm like, damn, I got titties. I'm like, oh my God, like my titties is as big as my mama's. Like, I'm sitting here, and my mama at the time, she was a very um thick and healthy girl. Like, uh, and when I say healthy, like she has some good meat over her bones. Um uh and I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? And my mama at the time, like, if you if if you know, I was I was born in Florida, raised in Detroit, so 
understand that the food coming, food was not a not, never a problem for me. I'm I'm coming from down south soul food to Motown soul food. Like I'm 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 transitioning from good from great soul food to even greater soul food back down to even greater soul food like soul food was my staple so i was eating you know and it, it didn't make it no better that my family was just feeding me you know what i'm saying and i didn't mind it because i loved food like it was it was just like i love food and i was i felt like i was so big and because people thought i was so big they thought i was strong hell no i was weak as fuck i was a fat i was a I was a chunky, fat dude, fat uh, kid who did not have no muscles, who didn't work out. I low keys lounged around, give me a Twinkie, give me um, and give me some games, and I'm straight. Don't tell me to come outside. I ain't trying to play basketball right now. I don't want to do nothing. I like to be inside, be in my game. Cool. So, like, I remember all through, like, middle school, even through high school, like, gym class wasn't it. I'm like, nah. And for the longest time, I just felt the need to really, really just get skinny, right? I felt like I was like, man, if I get skinny, things are going to change. Things are going to change if I get fit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to me, I wasn't saying fit, but I was saying skinny. You know what I'm saying? So, because I'm looking at everybody. Right, I'm looking at everybody else, and I'm looking at the jocks. I'm looking at, you know, like the skinny people, and they, you know, skinny with muscles. Even when they was just little bony ass muscles, you know what I'm saying? Like they skinny with muscles, and the girls love them. Blah, blah. I'm like, man, they ain't going for no chubby fat kid. They ain't going for the big smalls of the world. You know what I'm saying? So, and low key, I got called an African booty scratcher. Get called an African booty scratcher, nobody want to fuck with you. I'm I'm literally telling you that right now. You get called an African booty scratcher, and it's a wrap. Your whole, <laughs> nobody wants to fuck with you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, nobody wants to fuck with you. And I'm just like, wow. Like, to get called that, you were just like, oh, shit. You were like the dirtiest of the dirty. So, <laughs> so you just sitting there, you like, damn, okay. So all through high school, it was just it was just really really big. So get to college, right? Get to college, and I'm like, you know what, Ty? We gonna we gonna change this shit up. You know what I'm saying? We gonna start new. And I said, you know what? I'm starting. I'm a I'm I'm a whole new nigga. I'm a whole new person. We about to get shit together. I'm not gonna be you know this big nigga with these big ass titties. Like you know what I'm saying? Like people gonna fuck with me? Like no. And Ever since that day, it's, it's, it's been a whole journey. I remember the picture that I posted um, when I was at the beach, and um, I was in my swim trunks. I was in these, these these bright orange and red swim trunks, and I remember my 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 uh, my belly literally hanging over my my you know. Uh, for me, my, my swimming trunks. And for me, I felt like that was big, right? And I showed this picture to a lot of people and they're like, man, you weren't big. I'm like, no, for me though. May not have been for you, but for me though, I was big. You understand what I'm saying? Like looking at that picture, you would not say that I'm like 250, almost pushing 300, right? You wouldn't say that. But lows, my nigga, I was pushing 300 pounds. Like I was that, ma- like I was mass. Like, I had a lot of fat. And it was just like, 
bro, I'm just not feeling the best. You know what I'm saying? And I remember, I remember just sitting there just like, you know what? I remember being with my friend Chantel Shawter. And I remember just one summer I said, listen, girl, I'm not, I can't keep looking like this. You understand what I'm saying? I was like, I can't keep looking like this. So I remember I was taking a picture, and I took a picture, and literally I was standing in my my drawers, and I just looked at that picture. I said, I don't want to look like that no more. I can't. I was like, I don't want to look like that no more, because that person right there just looks so sad. He doesn't love himself. He does not like himself. He he don't he don't nothing. He's still thinking African fucking booty scratch. So from that time in 2014, it was like I started this weight loss journey, right? And I started this weight loss journey, and it was it was it was amazing. This journey has been such an amazing journey. Um, I remember the first time I lost weight, though. So this is where my 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 my, my concerns and my skinny nigga problems come in. So as soon as I really started um, working out in ways that okay, so basically I worked for UPS, and if you worked for any type of Amazon UPS. Uh, FedEx, and if you were on the belt, you know that you are taking packages off the belt and you are putting them in the truck. So you know that that belt can get real hectic, real fucking quick. And once you basically get into a groove of things, I was, you know, you 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 start to sweat, you start to sit there and work out. You don't realize that you are literally working out, right? So I remember I had a Fitbit on that year and it was my graduation year. And I remember I dropped weight like that. I dropped so much weight because I was becoming more active. I was growing more. I was, I I think I had like a second growth spurt. I had a second growth spurt and literally things just started to change. So once I started working at UPS and I was taking like, I even took, um, I took two PE classes that year, one for each semester, and just getting back into just getting into physical shape, right? I took a yoga class. I remember and taking like a P a weight training class just to get my body into that shape again, getting into that workout mode, getting it used to that and everything. And I remember I dropped so much weight that I looked sick as fuck. Do you hear me? Like understand that I was smoking at this time too. Like I'm 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 smoking weed still. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm saying, damn, you are fucking skinny. Like, and I didn't even like myself then. Right? I even looked at myself and said, Whoa, you are not that like I felt my bones. Like, yes, I had my six, like I always wanted a six pack. And once I got my six-pack, I was like, oh, my God, I got a six-pack. But it didn't look, I didn't look healthy, right? People are like, are you eating? My mama like, are you eating? I'm like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm doing what people low-key tell you in the diets to do, kind of starve yourself, but not knowing it subconsciously. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I'm low-key suppressing my weed cravings. To stop smoking for real life, you know what I'm saying? Because you know when you smoke, well, you get them, you get them hunger cravings still, period. And you know you get them hunger cravings, and you get those, and you like, I'm just suppressing those cravings. Like you know what? No, this is weed talking. I'm not hungry, but low key, I need to replenish my body because I 
have worked out from damn near four in the morning to about 12 in the afternoon, damn near every day. You understand what I'm saying? And damn near um, up until uh, the the end of that semester. So I looked so thin, right? And then I remember um, gaining some weight, gaining more weight back. And then I was... It, it, and then the balance of weight started to come in. So really like trying to fluctuate what you need to eat, what needs to be there. These were the problems that I was having as a skinny dude, right? As as now a skinny male, right? How are you looked and perceived now? Like, in a way, it was like so many girls started flocking, right? So many. I'm like, whoa, pause, hold up. I don't I don't know you. <laughs> You know me, and at this time, I'm in a relationship, right? I'm I'm getting into a relationship, 2016. And I'm like, okay, so I'm in I'm in I'm in a past relationship with my ex, and we're good, we're healthy, and everything. And literally, I remember going into a straight depression um, during that 2016 summer into the end of 2016, going into 2017. And that was when I hit my depression. That was when I literally started to eat, 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 eat. Because so many people said I look skinny. So many people said I look sick. And that hits on that hits on your depression. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like, damn, I, I, I did all of this so I could feel good about myself. But then people are not telling me that I feel like I look good. You know what I'm saying? I, I And Lowe's, I'm looking in the mirror like, yo, I look skinny. Like, I look like death like i don't look good like i don't look healthy you know what i'm saying like i, I don't feel i didn't even feel healthy you understand what i'm saying so it was just like damn what am i doing you understand what i'm saying so going into 2017 it was just like okay i was working at a um a bar and grill eating that unhealthy nasty ass food that they that they you know serve back there and i'm not saying all bars do that but the bar that i worked at um, and cooked for was not that great. Um, but at the same time, um, I was just getting my money flow back together, like literally getting it together. So, uh, any food at that time was good food, um, any food, you know what I'm saying? So, um, really I was fluctuating weight. This was skinny problems. This was skinny nigga problems because you have to understand coming from a big world, coming from what people called you big and everything like it, it, it's, it's like, you have to now deal with the, the 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 problems of what being too skinny or you know your jeans not fitting. Like you have to understand. Like I, my wardrobe has changed so much since I've become or or since I've been into this world of like you know the 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 under two hundred club or under one seventy five. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I'm not looking, I'm not big anymore, you know what I'm saying, but these problems of being skinny, right, like, now you have to look a certain way, now you have to sit here, and I'm like, nah, I don't even, I don't even, I, what, you know, now I have to find a new, like, kind of a new style, not of a new style, but trying to flare it up, find out, you know, what's this new size, like, I remember getting my size, my pants size, and it was a 32, my pants size is a 32 now. Uh, about a 32, 34. And when I got that, I was so geeked because I was a 42, 44 
for so long, right? 42, 44 for so long. Oh, y'all wouldn't understand me when I say I was a 32, 30, uh, 42, 44 for so long, and I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. And when I got into that 32, 34, I said, oh, my God. Like, that was such a proud moment for me. Because I was like, oh. But literally, the fluctuation of weight, right, was a big in 2017, especially going in 2018. So what I, what I started to do was really try to, to get my body, to, to understand my body um, in ways, in new ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a new body for me, first of all. And having this new body, I have to understand its new functions, its new functionality, what it likes, what it doesn't like. You know what I'm saying? This is not the same body. What I have to understand is that this is not the same body from 10 years ago. This is the this is a new body, which is more healthier, more taller, more functional. You understand what I'm saying? A lot less um, more thin. You know what I'm saying? A lot less uh, more muscle, a lot less fat. Um, and now I have to build, right? Cause it got to a point where, okay, I, I got to a point in 2018 where I just started building, right? I started building on my workout foundation. So building muscle, building, um, building like my, my, my systems back up, learning what foods need to be going in. And it's a journey. You understand what I'm saying? It, it, it is a journey. It is a workout journey. Like, this is a journey for me. This has been a six-year journey. Law of life journey, really, but committed, like, six years. And for real, for real, committed, about four years. Like, really sticking to it and everything like that. I, I, I went off the train for a minute the last part of 2018, but now getting back on it, it's just like, okay, these are real problems. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I be having, like, what is... You know, just seeing the fluctuation of, of of diet for me. You know, I don't intake a lot more, a lot of sweets like I used to. I don't sit here and um, uh, drink a lot more pop like I used to. It's more so water. Like, a lot of things have changed. And one thing that I see has changed is my genitalia. Let's, let's, let's be real. I know I have a lot of people, you know, <laughs> on the show that, you know, listen and everything, but we grown. My genitalia has really, how can I say, bloomed into a whole nother being. You understand what I'm saying? Like, understand, as a big nigga, you don't see shit. You see a little bit of where they're saying, oh my God, look at him. Now, now, when I, when I first dropped weight, this nigga dropped. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. No cap. People sit here and say like, oh, when you lose weight, your dick ain't gonna grow. That's a fucking lie. That is a lie. That is a lie and a half and you're lying to me. Because literally dropping weight literally let me see my penis. So I'm literally sitting there and I'm like, whoa, who are you? What is this? That's been one. That's been a major problem. Getting to understand him again. You understand what I'm saying? When you lose weight, you are losing a lot of yourself. You are getting a lot of this old you off of you and understanding this new you. You are a new person. Whether you like to 
to say it or not. You are a new being. You are new. When you start to lose weight, you start to lose everything about the old self and start to regain new things. And that's why people say, damn, you look so good. You look new and fresh and shit because you are new and fresh. You have stripped away. You have literally shed the skin of of the old person that was trapped inside of you and now you have boomed into something. And it was just like, damn, skinny nigga problems 101. Like literally sitting here going through this journey, I've learned that I literally boomed and blossomed into something that that I didn't have comprehension of, right? I knew that I was my own barrier blocker. You understand what I'm saying? Especially when it came to fitness. I always had an excuse back then. I always had an excuse about what I couldn't do to further get my health on track. You understand what I'm saying? Further eat better. Further eat right. You know what I'm saying? Not just eating soul food all the time, but making sure that I'm continuing or just making sure that my body gets fed the correct amount of nutrients and um, and uh, delicious goodness. Period. But making sure that I'm 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 staying active. So I said um, one thing that 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 really hit me hit hit a hit a point was my dad passing my dad passed when i was 12 and um i just said you know what i don't i know he doesn't want me to pass of a heart attack like he did because he was a heavier a heavier male a heavier man and um i know that he doesn't want me to go down that same road and i said we're not about to do that so it was like you know what i'm gonna make sure i'm good because I know that he would not want me to be up there with him right now. I know that for a fact. So I said, I'm going to change my lifestyle. I'm going to change my lifestyle around. Because I don't want to end up like that. I don't want to be that. And I know he doesn't want me to be that. So I started to change my lifestyle around. And and low-key, I still have skinny nigga problems one-on-one. You understand what I'm saying? But honestly, it's really just understanding yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Like it's it's a lot of it, it, it's a lot of reconfiguring. It is a lot of you know re re just reorganizing your whole life. It's a lot that comes with it. When you start to lose weight, you, it, it's really like reorganizing who you are, especially your wardrobe, especially your shoes. Hell, I feel like my street my my feet done shrunk a little bit. You know, it's it it, it, it everything starts to get longer, taller, shorter smaller you know what i'm saying bigger stronger you know so you as a person have to now sit here and and reconstruct your life over you changing and you have to understand and 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 peep that that you're changing that you're you're blossoming into something that is way past your comprehension sometimes and that you just got to keep moving forward that's what that's what it was for me even though i have some of these problems you know what i'm saying and some of these concerns which are re- like i said which are really not problems they really concerns and things that are just popped up in my mind when i when i when i dropped all of this weight you know what i'm saying it's, it's really not that it's really just understanding that um i dropped this weight and i've changed and I, I, I like this change, you know what I'm saying? And it's a journey, you understand what I'm saying? Because 
even with losing weight, you still sometimes you still have some of those insecurities. You you come with even new insecurities. You understand what I'm saying? You come with new insecurities. Damn, that don't look right. Damn, that's off. Right? You look in the mirror. Sometimes you you find unbalanced. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't you don't like yourself sometimes. So that's why I I I, I for me continue to just just love on me and continue to just find um the the just just find love within this this new right this new journey this new body this new everything you understand what i'm saying um for those who are on the journey of losing weight take it in stride you understand what i'm saying take it in stride go at your pace go at your position you understand what i'm saying um consistency is everything but make sure that you are consistent in your own way you understand what I'm saying? If that means going to the gym every day, and if you want to be consistent with that, then stay with it. If that means going to the gym once a um, once a week, and you want to stick with it, then stick with it. But make sure you're consistent in your own way. Make sure you are making um, just 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 making sure that your body is healthy for you. You know what I'm saying? That you can live a healthy um, uh, a healthier life, and and that's uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, and everything. Um, I think. We take away the mental aspect when we work out. You understand know what I'm saying? Like, you got to love on you. Once you, When you start to love on you, when you start to tell your body that you love it, and when you start to tell yourself that you love yourself, you it's a reflection off you. You see your body in a whole new way. You know what I'm saying? So start, you know, start just telling yourself that you love you. You know what I'm saying? Start, start telling your body shit. Ladies, and you, and when you walk through the mirror, look at your ass and be like, damn, that shit big. Fellas, you know what to do. Swing that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, you know, love on you. You know what I'm saying? We as as people have to do a lot better at that. Um, so that's getting nigga problems one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, and like they said, I'm, they're not problems. They're more just things that I've thought of. And things that I've learned through this journey of, of of losing weight and everything. Like I said, I've I've been to the skinniest of skinnies. You know what I'm saying? To the point where you you could you could you could literally, you know, just just hug me and squeeze me to the point where I could you could feel my ribs. You know what I'm saying? And 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 for me that that was a new insecurity. So understand like it's it's a balance sometimes, and it and it and it's and it's a fluctuation. But know that the change you're shedding a new you're shedding old skin. And, and becoming a new and embracing. You understand what I'm saying? It, it's going to be tough. It's tough. It's hard. Like, it's it's hard, just like everything else. But you got to just keep moving forward. All right? So I appreciate y'all for kicking it with us for the first episode of 2019. Make sure that you follow us. Um, follow us and subscribe and review on any of your favorite podcasting and streaming platforms. We are on there now. Um, Spotify, Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts. <clears throat> SoundCloud, um, trying to think of some Google Play, um, Stitcher Radio, Tuning In Radio, um, yeah, yeah, we're on, we're on all of those. So make sure that you follow us and that you subscribe. And if there is any a review, uh, review or rate, please rate us and review us. Review us on Facebook as well. Rate us there. Uh, make sure that you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, follow us on the uh, Facebook, the Opinionated Brother podcast, or just put the Opinionated Brother. Um, you can find us right there. And then for Instagram, just put uh, at tob underscore podcast. That is tob underscore podcast. And for Twitter, it is tob two underscores 
uh, for the podcast because somebody took that. So it's all right. So make sure that you have two underscores when you follow us on Twitter. Um, but when you just search engine us, just make sure that you put in the opinionated brother podcast. And that is brother B-R-U-H-T-H-A. All right. Make sure that you put that H in there. Um, yeah, man, we'll be back next week with a whole nother episode. And I hope that your first week, um, really shout out to my college students. I hope that your first week of school goes great. Um, let's rock out this semester with our cocks out and everything like that. And yeah, man, I hope everybody has a great week. All love and no play. Thanks to Hard Grow Fonder. I think I said that wrong, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but, um, like I said, guys, um, make sure that you just keep moving forward. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, like I said, life is like riding a bicycle. And there, in order to keep your balance, you got to keep moving forward. So keep that balance and keep moving forward. All right, guys. I love you. Appreciate you. See you all next week. Peace out.